I don't see the red thing. Okay. Hi. Welcome back to the Positive Proceed podcast with your host, SB. And I'm your girl, Bridgie LeRae. Just starting us off all like ghetto this morning. Right. Solomon. Just let's go. Let's go already. (laughs) No, anybody that film in a studio, no. You get the countdown, right? The 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You get the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And it's red. We sitting here chit-chatting with Solomon. Solomon, show your face. (laughs) <laughs> well, the the thing that they forget that if you're special, you get me just going, okay, let's go. All right. There you go. So that's better than a countdown. Just jumping right. in. Right. No, he's like, let's go. We Listen, looking at the, t- the countdown like, what? What's your, what your friend said? Just, just, what do you say about the book? Body that shit. Yeah, I guess. Body that. I oh, think my. that's the energy he's yes, on yes. this afternoon. Well, let me, now that you mentioned, let me tell them. Okay, so my friend Mac, love him to death, right? So I went to visit him, and I was reading a script that he wrote. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, he was like, this should take you 10 minutes to read. I'll be right back. So in 10 minutes, he came back, and I'm still on, like, page four <laughs> out of 10. He was like, man, you still reading that script? He said, you can't be no actress in Hollywood taking all day to read no script. He said, what you trying to do, visualize it or something? I'm like, yeah, I am actually trying mm-hmm. to visualize the characters and, you know, be there. He's like, man, you going to take all day? He's like, body that shit. Just body that. And I was like, all right. And That's I just read energy. through the script. I understood everything. And that actually helped me with a lot of different things that I've been working on. I told mm-hmm. you I was reading that book. Yeah. The required book for my coaching program. And his head, his voice was in the back of my head, like, body that shit, Bridget. Just body it. And so now I'm just zipping through books, bodying them. See, and I, I'm going to say I am an avid reader, but I haven't been reading as much as I should. Mm-hmm. So hearing that story, I'm like, you know what? Because I buy books all the time. But like the last, I want to say maybe from COVID, like 2020, I haven't been finishing books. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm going to keep body that shit yes. in my brain. Yes. And that's what it is. I got to call him, let you let him say it to you so you can hear his voice. Okay. Because he's so passionate when he say it. The strength behind shit. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Well, speaking of body and books today, guys, so um, today we are talking about mastering and what have you mastered in life. And this all came up because I had a conversation with one of my pals and we were talking about the five love languages. So the next day I was like, man, I have that book. Let me go, you know, bring that book out and read it. So I didn't have that. I had um, Don Miguel Louise. Ruiz. Ruiz. Ah, uh, <laughs> you see how I said his last name? I thought I had it. You I did. thought I had it. I just chop up that man name all the time. <laughs> Sorry, Don. We apologize. But Don Miguel Ruiz, The Mastery of Love. I have that book. So I just started reading that because I'm like, hey, you know, it's not the five um, languages of love, but it's the mastery of love. And I like his reads because they're easy. Yeah. And in the beginning of the book, he talks about how we are all masters of things or have mastered something, but it may be um, not an ideal mastery, like toxicity, the master of toxicity. Well, you know, when we were just talking about how we started this podcast off, it sounded like you mastered um, buying books. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a nice little library. Let me not put you out there by yourself because I've I've done that as oh, well. It's okay, yeah, I've done. It. I have okay. so many books that I'm like, I'm going to get to it. I think you should. My yeah. dad always told me, oh, a long time ago, because my dad was an avid reader too. That's why mm-hmm. I get it from my thing. 
And I was like, well, I'm not going to get this book because I'm not ready to read it. He was like, you never know when you may want to pick up the book. So if you have a strong desire to buy the book, just buy the book, put it in your library. And then when you're ready to pick it up, pick it up. So that's what I do. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to pick it up because I have an interest in it. Just maybe not at the immediate moment. I think about that, too. And um, one of the things I mastered has been Mm -hmm. the art of procrastination. And so I know. Yeah, that's why I started telling myself, I'm not buying one more book until I finish this book. And then, yeah, I will just keep buying and buying and buying because I love Barnes and Nobles and I love buying books. Ugh. I love the touch of books, the smell of the books. The smell of books. Like, just it's everything like when about you're it. you're reading, you're creating the story, like the yes. movie in your mind yes. as you're reading. But we ain't... But we're going to body that shit. We're going to body and the still book and finish the story, the right? There we go. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so well, I have a quick question. Yes. Have you guys considered audiobooks or stuff like this? I do like audiobooks, but I think I love the tangibility of a book. Like, I actually want to build. A long time ago, I saw um, how Whippy Goldberg's her library is. Oh. And I'm like, man, I want a library of books like that. Hey, so. Yes, I will probably do an audiobook and still buy the actual hard copy. Yeah. Just to have it. Yeah, because I know the way Audible works. Audible is owned by Amazon now, of course. Mm-hmm. And the way that works is you can actually buy the book and then they'll give you the audiobook for like zero. Or, really? Yeah. Like even look at, look at this thing here on the screen. Um, you can see that they're giving you oh, wow. the audiobook for zero. So, and, and that's just a way of like saying, okay, if you just want to do it, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't have the time to do right. it like yeah. you want to, you know? So know that's that. a way of just getting it done. Yeah. That's know? a twofer. That's what we call a twofer. Yeah. But that may, that, that may hold me back as well. You know, just me feeling like I need to, to touch the book, to put the pages, to have it in my hand. It's going to hold you back. I'm saying that may hold me back because I I think like, oh, I don't want to, you know, listen to it on audio. I want to have the book in oh, my hand. Oh, so you might not get to the audio even if you purchased it, because no, I'm saying just the fact that I've been thinking that way that I need the book in my hand may have been holding me back from actually finishing oh, the book. So I okay. can't. I could use the audio, gotcha. like Solomon is saying, because right now I want to be like, no, I don't like audiobooks. I, you know, I'll listen to like different. I do listen to audiobooks. One of my favorite audiobooks is um, the Bell Jar by um, Susan. Was it Susan Plath? Plath. Um, Sylvia Plath. Sylvia Plath. Thank you. I'm like that doesn't feel right. Oh my God! It's that woman writes in cursive, hmm. like just the way it's just so beautiful. Her writing is—it's it's a really, really sad story. She ended up um, committing suicide. committing suicide. Yeah, but um, book, I listen to that audio book all the time. Um, I think that that's a um, autobiography, but she wrote it in oh, sense that snap. it's like a, um, that is not you know through a different character. But uh, yeah, beautiful. I do listen to audiobooks. Um, but for the ones as far as transformational uh, mm-hmm. leadership and things of that matter, I much rather have it because I like to m- make marks in it and things of that. Oh, you yeah, and you can always go back and forth too. Like, let's say you're reading a chapter at home, you got to get up and go. Yeah, pick it up on the audiobook because they follow the exact same wording. They don't like, you know, change unless you get an abridged version, which you would never do. But, yeah, right. Yeah. That's well, true. I wanted to talk more about books, but we're going to get off the subject of what we're actually but talking about. But you know about. what? He's uh-huh. helping us to get over the, pro- pro- the art of procrastinating and reading the books. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Listen. So thank you for your input, Solomon. <laughs> Solomon. I'm, de- I'm definitely going to get my freaking <laughs> audio book. But yeah, like, so what have you mastered? 
ma'am. Um, I told you the art of procrastination. Okay. Uh, let me see what else what have else? I mastered. Uh, let's get let's get some some good things. What have I mastered? I think I've mastered soft skills. What is that? Um, you know, just getting along with people. Just the the art of soft skills. Yeah, that's just the first like, time I've heard that. Like interpersonal communication, things of that matter. Like, um, I'm really good at meeting people where they are mm-hmm. and just seeing things from somebody else's perspective. Right. You know, it's like I really don't let things move me because mm-hmm. I understand that I can't change anybody. The only thing I can change is my response to people. Right. So that little line right there has really helped me just to get along with people mm-hmm. and to love people. One of my favorite scriptures is John 13, 34. You know I'm going to bring God into it one way, shape, or, or right, another. Girl, bring him on you in know, here. I mean, he just be coming. The Holy Spirit just be dropping in me. I don't even be doing it on purpose. But you know, my favorite scripture is John 13, 34, mm-hmm. a new commandment I give you. Love one another as I have loved you. Therefore, you must love one another. So just that scripture alone just lets me be able to just be with people, no matter if they are, you know, irate mm-hmm. or, you know, just being lazy, mm-hmm. like the waitress was last night when we went to that place. Very much and, so. And, um, you know, just realizing that people have their own stuff going on mm-hmm. and to not take things personally. Okay. And it's not about me. How long did it take you to master that? Um, let me see. I started doing this personal development self-awareness journey in 2011. Mm-hmm. This is 2023. But um, that puts it like the personal, not taking things personal element. Because uh, I'm working you know, on that. The art of mastery is a journey, I believe. I don't think it's like something that, that you know, it's not a destination. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, moment by moment, I'm going to decide to master this skill at this moment. But it's a journey, but I think you can have some things pretty down pat mm-hmm. you know what i mean do you feel like you have it down pat? oh yeah i have it down pat. okay yeah. so you can claim so i think i've mastered um my emotions mm-hmm. particular particularly 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 <laughs> anger like okay. i used to just fly off the wall and it's so funny i'm just realizing this so I remember I went to volunteer. I wanted to. I love volunteering my time and helping others. Mm-hmm. So I went to this community called Share. Mm-hmm. It's downtown LA and this other places. Um, Self help and recovery exchange. Okay. And so what they do, they have a lot of different classes on different things in life. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like AA, mental health, um, just all types of different things. Yeah. So when I went to volunteer my time, um, they I was like, well, what can I facilitate? And there was this class, like the facilitator just left, and mm-hmm. it was Anger Anonymous. I was like, this is so funny, God. Did you facilitate it? I did. I facilitated it for a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. And so this was people that was coming in. They were court ordered to be there because they didn't got into some type of something. Mm-hmm. And the court ordered them to go to take these um, classes. And um, it was so funny just me being there. I just look at how God just goes before us to make our crooked places straight. Because like before that, mm-hmm. I took this class at West Angeles Church of God in Christ called um, Be the Thermostat. I talk a lot about yes, being the thermostat. Yes, 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 yes. And it was this lady, Sister Kitty, and she, you know, it's all about anger mm-hmm. and handling anger. And so I was equipped with information to help these the uh, people that was coming to the Anger Anonymous because of that. 
Right, right, right. And so I just realized how, you know, me helping others, mm-hmm. being a facilitator has really helped me as well to deal with anger. Because Probably as a mirror, too. As a mirror, yeah. Yeah, once yes. you see yourself on that other side of the mirror, it's like, ooh, that's how I am. And then you're like, I don't want to be like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. And then the things <laughs> then the things that they would get into, just, you know, like, there was some real stuff. Yeah. Like, they was there. Like, they had to do time. So this is the judge had them come in there after they've gotten out of jail and mm-hmm. did their time. All because of anger. Did anybody snap off on you? Uh, no one snapped off on me. Uh, they were very respectful, but I did have one person who wanted to be the facilitator. So <laughs> in the group, in the group. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's always one. It's always one. It's always one. So I would just, you know, I was like, oh, God placed him here so I can work on myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get these lessons, these Get personal lessons. lessons. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, that's good. I, you know, I honestly... I feel like when I think about what have I mastered, I think about the things that I am in progress of mastering. Like I'm in progress of mastering not being a procrastinator, like you just spoke mm-hmm. about. I'm in progress of mastering not taking things personal. I think on another episode we talked about the book about emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. which you know I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay in that department. But I listen. I can still take things personal and I don't want to take anything personal, you know? Um, Yeah. I just feel like I'm in progress of a lot of things, but I want to say, I feel like I am, I've mastered for the most part being the bigger, the bigger person amongst my friend group. Oh yeah. Friend and friend and families. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a, that's a that's a that's a thing because especially during my time in California, I kind of changed my thermostat a little bit. Mm-hmm. I kind of dropped it because sometimes you get tired of being a bigger person, and it's like, well, shoot, if y'all don't care, why you know, if don't nobody want to come together, why do I got to be the person brand? Or if y'all don't want to, you know, mediate this thing, why do I got to be in the middle? Like, no. But I think I hurt myself because I realized that's just who I naturally am, right. and I felt like it was a struggle. Because it's like this tug of war, mm-hmm. you know. It's kind of like not. It's not a like a tick for tat thing, but it does. But it's not a tick for tat thing because when you're when you've done some things and then you look at what was received, you kind of just want to put your hands up sometimes. But if you're naturally battling with yourself, you just gotta let it be and accept who you are. So you were battling with being the person that wanted to get everybody together and do things and. Battling with the idea of why am I the only one that cares enough to bring people together or to try to lower my ego and have a real conversation, be like, hey, what's going on? Like, let's get this to the solution. Mm-hmm. Like, I got tired of that. But like I said, I hurt myself like, like I'm not about to be that not necessarily be that person, but I think I was just monitoring how much I was pouring in. Mm. Um, and which I am still monitoring that because I don't want to be the only one pouring into something, but I also had to understand if it comes natural, don't make it a thing because somebody has to be that person. Somebody has to be that person. Well, I think you have to be you more than anything. I have to be myself. And if I'm battling with myself, I think I start to look at it from a a tangible thing and that's when my ego came so it's kind of like 
I'm putting all this in, but I'm not getting anything out. And I'm not going to say anything, mm-hmm. but it's like, why am I the only one that care enough? You know, and well, that, that may just, just have been your way of showing care. You know, that they probably was showing care in a different way. You know, just like we were talking about the five love languages. It just may have came in a different mm-hmm. manner. Or maybe it just wasn't. <laughs> maybe it just wasn't the people for you. You know what I mean? Maybe no, it's, it's the wrong crowd. It's not even that. It wasn't. It didn't have anything to do with me. The, it was. It was. It's. It, it's multiple things. I'll just say this. I'll just give an example. Mm-hmm. If I, um, I'll do. Okay, I'll use an example if it has something to do with me. If I did something or said something, you know, um especially if I've been friends with you for like a very long time, you know, let's have a conversation about it. If I start noticing that you're moving around, it's like, okay, moving funny. All right, let's sit down. Did I do something? Let me know if I did something to you. But when I have to keep being that person, not with the same person, but with different people, I'm like, am I the only one that care about communicating? So it makes me not want to do it. That's just me. So I'm working on... Not lowering my thermostat, if that makes sense. And just being who I am. Yeah. And that, that makes a lot. That makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. And mm-hmm. um, I can see it in a different way as well. Continue. <laughs> What's up with those eyes rolling? I don't know. Go ahead. Continue. Um, I can see it from a victim standpoint. Okay. Like, I always got to be the one. That and you know what? And I'm learning mm-hmm. not being a victim, too. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, finish. No, I mean, do you? Does that resonate with you? Yeah, do you feel like it does. Like it does because I think I had a lot of time to think during COVID, and I think I, you know thoughts was just jumbled up. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a lot of thoughts just jumbled up. Me trying to decipher a lot, and I had to get to a point where it's like, okay, you just don't play victim. If you're gonna do it and be this person, mm-hmm. just do it and not expect something yeah you know what i'm saying just just be you because before like years ago i would just do or just whatever and i wouldn't expect anything but i think i was just going through a moment where i didn't know who was for me who wasn't and you have to go down that gamut Mm -hmm. of assessment i guess for lack of better words so i i was i think i did have that victim. i know i had that victim mentality you know yeah and the Um, thing is it's like what what do you get out of being that person like what what payoff grief what what you talking about no like so you being (laughs) you being the one that's like look y'all let's sit down let's have this conversation like i'm i'm always that one that's this person Mm -hmm. for all my friend group like what what does that do for you what payoffs do you get i think i just know that we as humans, I think I understood early on, us as humans, me, my dad was a, an example. He was the same way. Um, that we sometimes we just don't understand where each other's coming from. And we just need to, a lot of times we just have to sit down and get clarity. So me being that person, what I got out of it, um, it just seemed like something that needed to be done. It didn't seem diff- all that difficult for me because a lot of times it's hard, it's challenging to express your feelings and have a sit-down conversation and, and be the bigger person mm-hmm. to say, okay, y'all, like, what's going on? That's hard for a lot of people, and yeah. I understand that because ha- I'm not like this. There's been instances where I have not been the bigger person, where I let my ego kind of take yeah, in charge, sure, you know? Sure. Yeah, but for the most part, I have. And I don't know, I think maybe... I get a sense of not necessarily satisfaction, but it's like, why not? 
Yeah. We're friends. Let's do this thing so we can get over it and we can go on about our business. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it sounds like you get to be the wise friend. You get to be the bigger person. You get to be the one that, you know, you know, put the fire out. Like, you yeah. get to be that person. Okay. So that's just, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes we attract, you know, like attracts like, and we do attract those people. Like, if you're a healer, you're going to attract wounded people. And, I, and, you know, and I'm okay with that, but I think... Like I said, I was at a point where I had to do some real assessing mm -hmm. and a real assessment of who I wanted to pour into and who I didn't want to pour into. Yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? Because everybody don't. I think I've early on, I've mastered the art of being loyal to people. Um, and sometimes I've mastered giving people my loyalty before they've earned it. Mm. I don't know if that's. A thing, but I, I think you have to, and that's like you really got to work for it, but you got to, you have to assess people. Because yeah. sometimes, like, that's true. Listen, man, we got to date people, vet people, all that. All of that. Yeah. All of that. So, yeah, because everybody don't deserve your energy. Mm mm. Mm mm. Some people are energy suckers, we, will come and drain it. Come on. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm over that part of my life. Mm -hmm. So I'm also trying to master patience. Ooh, <laughs> that's the, the thing about patience is God. Whenever you, whenever you're working on it, God will give you so many instances for you to be patient. <laughs> it's like you, like oh, you, you want patience? All right, well, let me put this big, all this chaos in your face, and be patient. And you, and you just gotta be patient. And then you be like, well, God, I asked for patience. Why are you the, like? Why now? I gotta get rowdy. It's like no, this is. This is your test. This is your freaking test. <laughs> just sit there and just like, you know what? Just breathe. Yeah. Or not even <sighs> test. This is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to express, yes. to practice patience. Yes. yes, that good old practice. <sighs> so I don't know. Like, it's, it's just funny when you think about mastering and things that we have allowed to be our masters. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about when we talk our very first episode, we talk about smoking marijuana. Yeah. And our, yeah. That good old green. That good old green. And I like the smell of it though. When people smoke it, I be like, <laughs> blow it in my face. <laughs> Just blow it in my face. <laughs> they be like, I'm going to go outside. You don't smoke. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I'm okay. You stay right, right here. here. <laughs> like that aroma. I love the aroma. But uh, that was, I can say that was my master for a while. Oh, girl. You know what I'm yes. saying? And yes. now I'm to a place where I got I have, I have some good control over it, which is nice, mm. which is real good. That's good. So, you know, I still, you know, herbal refreshment. So what's the control that you have over it? Um, I don't smoke every day. Okay. I try to smoke when I try to just take a few totes when I know I got a lot to get done. A few totes. Yeah. A few totes mm -hmm. when I know I have a lot to get done. Yeah. And when I do that, I find myself that I'm still productive. I'm not like slumped over trying to find something, you know, just right. being unproductive. Um, what else? What else? What else? And I don't desire it the same way. What I do you just, use it for? Like to get creative or relax okay relax and Some melatonin yes yeah it helps me chill out yeah yeah it definitely helps me chill out um yeah it's my anti-anxiety medication <laughs> <laughs> yeah it used to be my everything like it definitely used to be my my man mm -hmm. oh my god mm -hmm. It used to be my man best my god friend. my idol like best friend everything all of that he was showing up. All the things. Um, 
And I grieved it for a while. And I really do feel like I'm just now coming out of that grief. Yeah. Grieving marijuana. I love that. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even realize it for a long time. Let me see. I'm talking about for a long time. I stopped smoking in October <laughs> last year. <laughs> oh, wow. This? It's May 1st. May 1st. Yeah. It's your birthday month, girl. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Yes. You almost... To the 40 Club. I am. But almost doesn't count. So you still enjoy your 30s. I'm still kind of a spring chicken. You still got a little spring to your walk. I do. Your knees cracking yet? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. My knees cracking, but I can still get down there you respectfully. Still, okay, all right. I got to practice a little, a little bit. bit. I probably got to stretch. Oh, God. But I can get down there Well, we did bit. talk about knee envy in one of these Yes, shows. we did talk about <laughs> knee envy. Show did. Oh, God. But yeah, I can still get down there But what bit. was I talking about before? Um, I digress. Talking about the marijuana, how was your mother, your father, your sister? Oh, your it was brother. like my everything, yeah. But yeah. oh yeah, I was saying I was grieving marijuana. I was yes. coming out of it, yeah, because I was like, <clears throat> I didn't realize that um, I was losing hair. Well, that was a whole nother thing. The hair was what? already gone. But yes, I was just sitting at home and I would just like literally pull my hair out. I was smoking from not. I mean, I wasn't smoking. So I realized I had this hand-to-mouth thing. My hand needed to be in my mouth. Okay. So since it wasn't a blunt, you know what I mean? It started to be food. So I'm just yeah eating and just gained all this weight. And so I did a thing. My sisters tell me I'm so weird. Um, I almost don't even want to mention this on here, but I'll tell you. Cause, <laughs> you sure? Because no pressure. No, because sometimes you got to get a little extreme. When you when you work in the transform, transformation oh, takes some true. extreme and some risks, right? Does, it does. So I realized I got this hand to mouth thing, and I was just eating, eating, eating. So and then I'm like, I need to either be eating or smoking. Something needs to be going to my mouth. Mm-hmm. So I was like, What can I do? What else can I do other than eating or smoking? So I went to Amazon, and I was looking for something like. <laughs> so I ended up finding like an adult chew toy. And okay. so what they used them for was like kids with ADHD or adults can use them. Okay. So I just bought like, it was just like a rubbery thing to chew on it. So it was, and it hangs around your neck. I wish I would have had one of right now. I, I would have showed y'all. And so whenever I just feel like something going in my mouth, I would just, I would tear that chew toy off. Right. Did it, did it help? It did help. So that's, that helped me to stop. To, you know, reframe my way of yeah. thinking when it comes to the hand-to-mouth. And that's how I ended up, you know, getting disciplined and being able to, like, just start working out. It broke your cycle a little. Yes. Yeah. So, that helped me. That's why I ended up doing the um, intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't eat anything until, you know, noon. Right, right. And I wouldn't have been able to do that had I not, you know, reframed my brain. Sometimes you got to get extreme, y'all. Sometimes you got to build some weird habits, y'all. And a lot of times, that's one of the inevitable success. Like, just... Having weird habits. You do. You have to figure out what works for you. And if it's an adult chew, cho- chew, <laughs> chew <laughs> toy, then so be it. Yes. So be Dang it. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the 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 things we have that master us, I think if we thought about it in that way. Yeah. Food I, was mastering us. Yeah. Food's a, no, I'm not, it, it's a tasty master. Mm. It's a tasty master. It really is. Because yeah. it's comfort. It's comfort. Mm. Everyone wants comfort. When you're anxious, you want some comfort. Yes. When you got some fear going on, you're mad, mm-hmm. give me the food because it comforts me. Oh, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I'm trying to figure out what were some other things that was my master or things that I'm actually um, working master. on as far as mastering. I think I'm going to focus on what I'm working on as far as master. I think I already stated it, right? Well, I'm working on mastering because um, I can speak for myself. I don't know what you're thinking of. Go on, <laughs> go on, go on. So I'm working on mastering discipline. And that too. Um, Everything yeah. she's saying, I'll probably agree with it. So go ahead. <laughs> We're probably working on the same shit. Go ahead. Well, yeah, you you say you're working on um, you know, not taking things personally. Yes. And I gotta get these emotions under control. That's why you get have you been reading the book, Emotional Intelligence? I read some of it. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I'm not I'm listen, trust me, I'm not like out of control but i don't want to make it seem like i'm just you know a wet a walking wet blanket but i am getting out of um you know a state of depression so i think when you were strong at a point sometimes when you're depressed you break yourself down and you become a bowl of mush for lack of better words so i'm just trying to work on just building up everything yeah Mm -hmm. back up yeah, that's yeah. You say back up, man. That's you're absolutely right. One of the things about that is it's so much easier to just stay in it than to you know lose it and then keep having to build yourself up. Mm-hmm. So that is a great thing to work on. It's just like what can I do to stay up, to stay to on top stay of it, stay up. That my thermostat to Lord. keep your thermostat. Up. Yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's just like just staying in the work, doing it even when you feel don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, having some affirmations, some daily affirmations, something that you tell yourself every single day. Yes. Whether you feel like it or not. Yes. In that mirror. Like, you are worthy. You are beautiful. You you deserve all the goodness that life has for you. Mm-hmm. Um, just telling yourself. I tell myself every day. Every day, y'all. I'm telling myself. I'm a woman that work out in the morning. I'm a woman that work out in the morning. And that's helped me to work out. Before mm-hmm. I even leave the house. Right. Because you are a woman. I'm a woman that, that works, works out, out in, in the morning. morning. You setting yourself up for the present. Yes. This is what you are. You claiming it. Yes. And I'm on three weeks straight, y'all. I can yes. tell y'all now because I'm on the road. I love And that. I don't plan on stopping. No, you shouldn't but stop. But if I do, don't hold it against me. You shouldn't stop. You shouldn't <laughs> stop. You know what's weird? Because I'm, st- I'm thinking about my, my emotional intelligence journey. And it's so weird how you can be emotional for about certain things. And then a lot of things, I'm not. Like what? I can be a little cold-blooded. Well, not even (laughs) cold-blooded. Not even cold-blooded. I'm trying to remember what my sister told me. She said, I don't have, I lack a um, sense of urgency. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, and I do. But I kind of like that about myself. Mm, I do because I don't stress out about a lot of things Mm. that most people will stress out about. Um, We're going to talk about this on our next podcast, but we're going to talk about taking risks. Okay. And some of the risks that I've taken. Some people will probably be, you know, the, the cartoons when they're doing this, but... I know God has me, so it's just weird how my emotional intelligence works in certain ways and how it, I'm not going to say it doesn't work, but I have to work on it in other ways. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just wanted to say that. Mm. You know, that lacking sense of urgency really stood out to me because that's something that I've realized Mm -hmm. has been an issue of mine. 
Um, I don't see. I I have to disagree with that. I I don't think it's a good thing at all. I like it because one. <laughs> <laughs> I do. One of the things that I was, a lot of times, how we do one thing is how we do multiple mm-hmm. things in life. Right. So if 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 me not being urgent, me not seeing an urgency in reaching my goal or being the the version of myself that I know I can right. be. Um, now that no, which I guess you should pick and choose about your my lack of certain in, I mean urgency because that no I don't that's not a good way to incorporate that or to but that's a hard thing to do because like we, we are creatures of habit if you're right. lacking urgency in one area then it's gonna seep into other areas yes yes but we are like multifaceted individuals and sometimes. It can be segmented. That's possible. You're going to make it sound sexy. Let's see. <laughs> it's true. We're multifaceted. So yeah, we are. I'm trying to think of an, I can't, and I can't think of an example now. Hopefully it'll come to me, an area where it's like the same thing, but over here I mm-hmm. practice it in a, in a positive or more fruitful way. And then over here, you know, it's kind of maybe not as fruitful. Yeah. I don't know. I can't what, think of an example right now, though. The thing that gets me about that is just realizing that the enemy's one of his greatest tricks is making us think we got time. We, mm-hmm. You got time. You got time. Like, right. time waits for nobody. True. Literally, I've been in L.A. for 10 years, and I'm like, where hmm. has 10 years went? What have I been doing for 10 years? And I realize I don't see the fruits of my labor because I hadn't been urgent. I've just been um, a master of getting ready. Mm-hmm. I've been a master of preparation. Right. I'm like, oh, once I'm going to take these acting classes. And, and there was no intent behind it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do want to master being intentional. You're right. Because we yeah, serve an intentional one. God. So yeah, I, I know one. I need to be intentional. Like, what, what are you doing this for? Like, what, what is the outcome? What do you want from it? Right. And there has been no urgency there. It's just been like, I've just been... I master managing things. I'm like, whatever comes my way, I can manage the heck out of mm-hmm. it. I can manage it, you know? But just creating things that I want, like the the life that I want, what I want for myself and being intentional is like, I've been not urgent about it. Well, maybe you needed to become a master of all these things so now you can be intentional and take that step to actually implementing. Yeah, for sure. That's that Provision. Yes. <laughs> yes yes that's what it sounds like you know and now you about to be in there you're already in there you're yeah. in it it's just about finding intent finding mm-hmm. the vision having a vision so that's what i hadn't been um focused on having a vision mm-hmm. i just i was just doing things like like your girl Bridget LeRae, i'm out here <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and um just really not being intentional and not being urgent, just like, oh, it'll come to me when it comes. It'll come to me when it comes. Even with um, coaching, it's like, oh, the people that are for me will come to me. Like, no, faith without works is dead. You got to put in some work. It's so weird. Me just looking at you and hearing you talk right now, and I'm not, I agree with everything you're saying, but a part of me is like, I can see just from our min- our many conversations and our you know blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> what is she about to say <laughs> i can no i can see like this is what you had to go through 
Because we can't go back and say shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know what right. I'm saying? Apparently, this is where you are. Yeah, for sure. And you learning that, dang, I've been a master of preparation, a mas- master of man- management. Now I'm about to be a master of implementing. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like it's part of the journey. Yes, you know is. what I mean? It is. Yeah, it's You're just right. part of the journey. You about to bust on out here. What your friends say? Body that shit. <laughs> I'm on the body. This. Body yeah. that shit. <laughs> that's, that's what is about to happen. Yeah. yeah. That is what's happening. Yeah, it's. I think it's a lot of, it has a lot to do with intent. Be intentional. It does, but you had to figure that out. Now you're ready to be more intentional. Maybe yes. you wasn't back then. Yeah. Because you had to get your tools I together. was getting ready. You were getting ready. <laughs> Listen, you were getting ready, and I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You, you got. A, you have a lot of training. You, you Listen, you ready. Thank you. You're ready. Thank you. You're ready. I'm ready. You're ready. She's ready. I'm ready. <laughs> like, let's go. It's time to body this. Yeah, it and, is. You know, and... And not take things for granted. Oh, my gosh. I think you you realize that when you become a woman or a person yes. of a certain age. Yes. Like, yes. life yes. becomes more tangible the older you become. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know what? I don't want you see people becoming older, your family members yeah, going man. through certain things yeah. and people around you, you know? And it's just like, you know what? As long as I got my health and mm-hmm. what I have right now, let me take advantage of this. And just, you know, have that high level faith. Embody that shit. Embody that shit. <laughs> yeah. And you know, another thing I, I realized when you're talking about age, mm-hmm. like, um, I think about the story. I probably to- said this already. The, the Israelites, you know, and the, them just being in the wilderness for 40 oh, years. Oh, yeah. That was a good story. And so I really do feel like, you know, I'm 40. I'll be 41 in August. So I'm like, boom. You you got a few more months. <laughs> so I'm telling you, like, by my 41st birthday, 41st birthday mm-hmm. um, I really do want to, you know, reflect on this year and see all the ways and all the areas in my life in which God has taken me out of the wilderness. Oof. Yeah. You I know? think that's good. Oh, my God. That's Mindset is definitely one. Absolutely. Starts with that. Oh. It definitely starts with that. Yes. Okay. I guess we about to end this thing here. Pause and Proceed podcast. So, guys, I want you to follow us. Instagram, pause underscore proceed. And on YouTube, pause and proceed podcast. And also think about what you going to body this week. Yes. Body that shit. We out. Peace. Why ain't going to get me for stealing his peace? Nah, it ain't. <laughs> Everybody's taking